0: Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised.
1: State-of-the-art Japanese animation. The money's just yeah. oh you can do it Joe that's the sound of the sensuous Joe this Jojo sensuous money counting machine G Amigo, G Amigo but Jojo go 하루-.
0: I want someone to make that noise at me one day
1: oh yeah I'll keep that in mind
2: <laughs> Hi everyone! <laughs>
0: Do we want to start the episode?
2: <laughs> this is the Otaku Host Club, and we are back with another episode. It is what is today?
3: The day Balls? before
1: the day before Valentine's Day. Day before
2: Valentine's oh, thirteenth.
3: You know my code:
0: hose before bros, uteruses before deuterus. Got it. Ovaries before brovaries For all my Parks and Galentine's Rec fans day. out there, my Parks and mm. Rec fam.
1: I'm really bad at intros. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is a uh, this is an episode that is based around Jeff's pick.
0: Jeff's pick. Yes.
1: The
2: big Pat Labor review of the original OVA series.
0: Yes, because I could not watch another 50 episodes of a mech show.
2: Yeah, in our last episode, we did Iron-Blooded Orphans in the year of the Gundam Dan's pick. Was yeah, Orphans. and
1: it's it's kind of interesting as we think about the concept of real robots. You know, and Gundam certainly. You know, if Gundam originates the idea of the real robot to portray giant robots in a realistic fashion, but also these realistic robots are portrayed in kind of an unrealistic fashion. And so far as you know, there's like large scale. You know, interplanetary political conflict and these robots are flying around. We got our guy, uh, McGillis in the Magic Gundam. You know, yeah, how just how real robot is the Magic Gundam? I can say, I can say Magic Gundam with a straight face this week.
0: Oh, yes,
1: that's an accomplishment. Yeah, great job. Um,
0: practiced in the mirror, didn't you?
1: I just looked deep into my own eyes and thought, Magic Gundam, Magic Gundam. Magic
0: Gundam. I can't look into your eyes while you do
3: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but yeah. but
1: Pat Labor's kind of a, a whole new twist on the idea of the real robot, because now we have real robots portrayed in an actual realistic fashion. Mm-hmm. You now we've we've moved beyond the idea of the Magic Gundam. <laughs> yes. We'll get to
2: that, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to our last episode, go do it now. it only take you three hours. It only takes three <laughs> hours. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that while you do your laundry or clean the kitchen. Walk the dog. Ooh. If you're yeah. in Texas, you can get into a pileup and
0: or listen to it in the pileup. You, you can you can slip down that road while you wait. Nice. Is that I'm something?
1: I can't do that. Is that something that just happened in Texas?
2: Yeah, yeah
0: Texas is like under ice, like oh, a shit, sheet of ice. Really? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I get for
1: not paying attention to the news. I guess. Yeah i'm out oh, of the loop the only news realities. the only news i need to know is what is the current you know what is the current price of gme shares oh, and man. what is the fucking uh, short short interest
0: okay so Jan- dan has been wanting to talk about this for like three episodes go ahead dan. yeah but the
1: thing is
2: yeah, tell me about like,
0: it tell me about it tell me because i meant news. to look it up <laughs>
2: This is you... outdated now, though. This is,
0: well, this and that's is old, that's this the thing.
1: Not, that's the it
2: is it is, is old
0: it's, news, it's, Dan. I know
1: it's old news. <laughs> it's old news, and I I really wanted to talk about it because I was I was full on obsessed with this shit for like mm-hmm. for a week or two. It was the only thing that I could not peel my eyes off my cell phone screen as I'm looking through the memes and looking through the commentary and watching news clips and whatnot. Uh, reading analysis. There's so many different angles that it's it's interesting. And, uh, and so maybe did you that buy,
0: so did you buy GameStop stock?
1: I did not buy GameStop stock. Oh,
0: well, See, what are you doing then? Why were you? Yeah, talking what about?
1: am I doing? Well, what first doing? off, first off, I'm a class trader, obviously. <laughs> um, and second off, I'm, I am I am too stupid to figure out cell phone apps in general i I, even, I tried the plant thing that you recommended to me jeff yeah about drinking water but i, I just got kind of frustrated with it and, and couldn't figure it out very well so i gave up on it uh I and i so i just don't i don't there. like uh, uh, the the style
0: help i will give you a tutorial <laughs>
1: Yeah, I might need you to give me a tutorial. But I'm still not gonna buy the GameStop stocks because I spend all my money on expensive records. My life is full. I don't need to get into the stock market. I am like I have mini hobbies that suck up every fucking penny that I have, you know. I'm not gonna buy a single GameStop share for four hundred bucks. I'm gonna buy a tranquilizer flexi for four hundred bucks. I mean, that's literally what I did at the height of the GameStop shit, and so I'm not buying stocks now. Buy Funimation. By Funimation.
2: Time? By Funimation. Fuck Funimation.
0: Funimation. Yeah. Fuck Funimation. There is, there no. a,
2: okay so another news. There's a lawsuit uh, that claims that Funimation has failed to design, construct, maintain, and operate its website to be fully accessible.
0: Fuck yes. To wow, and independently sued yes. them over usually. Please. Yep. Somebody sue someone. And over other a blind or
2: visually impaired people.
0: Uh. uh specifically for visually impaired. Yes. I'm, oh.
2: Uh, well, I mean, someone should sue them for, like, not
0: maintaining their website or apps or anything anyway.
1: Yeah, I think isn't Matt about to sue them, <laughs> I just out of pure frustration.
0: It's so frustrating.
3: <laughs> Today
0: I was even, I was trying to watch, um, I was trying to watch some new, some new seasonal, and I went in to this the episode and you have to every single episode you have to re like reselect that you want english subtitles number one you have to Mm -hmm. do it for every episode and then it started and it didn't even load the fucking subtitles oh that sucks what i had to literally unplug my roku and maybe it's roku i don't know but um sometimes i go on the website and you can't watch things either (laughs) like
1: yeah I, I downloaded the the Funimation thing on my Roku, so I could watch Death Parade and and sama mm-hmm. season two. Um, and I too had yeah. Well, I had, well, what I remember most is the difficulty was the autoplay. The damn thing didn't autoplay correctly. I, I thought that was really weird.
0: Hmm. I know on the website sometimes like you you can um, you're supposed to be able to or for the mobile app you're supposed to be able to download episodes for on the go, and mm-hmm. it'll download the episode, but it won't download the subtitles.
1: Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. It's that's so really stupid. Really like, if weird, you're gonna yeah. offer
0: that as your like service, like fucking just do it right. I'm so, so I,
1: upset. I, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show a little bit of my ignorance here because I the idea of uh, someone suing Funimation for not maintaining an accessible a, a website that is accessible to the blind. What does accessibility to websites mean to the blind? Uh, like, you I can't, think they you were can't trying to it. purchase something on on the website? And
2: they weren't they weren't allowed they would the the software that they were used to using wasn't implemented on their website so they couldn't make a purchase that's a tre- word well, I mean. okay should, because you would be, be able
1: ostensibly you'd be able to have the text on the website read to you but exactly. this this yep. scanning was not able to read the text on funimation's site because it mm-hmm. wasn't embedded correctly or whatever it wasn't mm-hmm. coded yeah. correctly interesting so and and I don't know. Which
0: is like you are one of the top places where people go to buy anime or watch anime like your website should be maintained for visually impaired people. That's well, like I, that's like some shit that should not happen in 2021. It shouldn't have been, even have happened in like 2018. Yeah, I mean I I,
1: like. I I guess I am assuming that this is going to get settled because I'm used to thinking that people strive to settle. But I am curious what Funimation like is Funimation's argument going to hinge around the idea that they are not a large enough company to Well, I don't know. Is that is that something that you could actually pull off? Could you say, like, sorry, my Mm -hmm. company is simply you know not large enough that that this level of of accessibility is is you know really requisited, you know? And and think about that, you know, and, and what I mean by that. Um, I, I think about, for example, like look, we can think about accessibility issues with with music venues, right? Like, you know, you could, you know, feasibly sue like Soundstage for accessibility issues because mm-hmm. this is a huge fucking club mm-hmm. and it's a big operation. But if you like, what would really be the purpose of like suing Barclay House for not being wheelchair accessible? Because it's like a tiny ass thing, you know, it's an informal thing, and I I, I do wonder where the line would be and a funimation would try to paint themselves as being small and niche enough that, uh, they, you know, are on the other side of that line.
3: I don't but think also, they could,
1: yeah, honestly. also, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, when we think of, and yeah, you know, as I say this, I think you're right, Amelia, I, I think you are correct that like, yeah. Funimation in comparison to like Amazon is a tiny fish, but Funimation in comparison to the wide, wide world of businesses, you know, on this planet, uh, Funimation's big you know it's a big company it has many many mm-hmm. employees you know so yeah you are correct that uh, this is something that Funimation really ought to have a better handle on yep
2: so it does cover it does cover the um, uh, according to the act the ADA act um, basically it's just saying that it doesn't they argue may argue that it may not follow follow under the internet explicitly the internet hmm but it's a public it's a public accommodation so
3: Mm.
2: you know i don't i don't know where it will go i'm not you know in terms of legal (laughs) i mean i'm listening to the um you know the impeachment trial and i'm following that as best as as best as i can uh but Mm. i am not no i'm the Legal expert. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
1: And I, you yeah, know, I've, I've had my head in the sand for the last couple of weeks because of work. I've, I had to take the day off work yesterday because I've worked so much overtime, I can no longer accumulate credit hours. I've maxed out the amount of credit hours you're allowed to accumulate by virtue of overtime. So mm-hmm. there's no point in me even working yesterday. <laughs> I already racked up like fucking, I don't know, uh, 90, 100 hours over a two week pay period. So like, literally, like, I can't work anymore.
0: They're like, no, yeah. go. Yeah, go do yeah. something.
1: Now you must watch anime the rest yeah. of the week. Yeah, I did. Packed up. I did mail order. <laughs> that that's oh. the other. Yeah, like the more time I have to sink into my job, the less time I have to do mail order, and so all that stuff mm-hmm. starts stacking up, and that takes mm-hmm. just as much time. So I'm yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing all day tomorrow. i just packing up records and getting them ready to mail on Monday. Um, so as a result, I have no idea where the impeachment trial is at do we want to move on to
2: what's everyone watching what's making everyone happy
0: oh my god i don't know if this counts as making me happy but i've been super um super into the promised neverland and all of the kerfuffle that is happening with the second season
3: um, versus the
0: manga yeah because i'm super upset about it
3: (laughs) it's it's awful It's all fucking awful. It's all of it, all of it, and every single one of them sucks.
0: Yeah,
1: it's preposterous. So, well, so I want to ask Jeffrey.
0: OK, so basically the um, the Promise Neverland manga um, or the Promise Neverland second season of the anime has completely taken out not only pivotal characters, um, but an entire arc that is pivotal to the plight mm. of these characters in the long run. Um, and so I'm curious, Jeff, where where you are in season two in your watch and like what you think of it so far, like just objectively.
2: I am on episode I believe 4. Okay. So I did not watch the last episode released. So I'm episode behind. Well, um you know,
0: you're not missing much cuz it's a fucking recap. <laughs>
2: it is a recap Which, like oh interesting i want
0: to talk about this too because i'm so mad about this i'm i know that people like get upset that like 12 episode anime might have like a beach episode or like a um like a like a onsen scene or like they go to a hot springs instead of like their normal daily whatever but literally recap episodes on a series that is only four episodes in make me so upset <laughs> Like, yeah. why do I need a recap episode? Yeah. You haven't What's even gotten point? halfway through. Number yeah. one, <laughs> ah, I'm so upset about this. So you're not missing much, Joe, <laughs> But
2: yeah, continue. Well, the whole and and the whole outrage about all of this is the way they divided the manga up, right? Mm-hmm. The way they've deviated from the original plot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I haven't read the manga.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I know you have, Amelia. Yeah, Dan has not.
0: I actually just purchased, which is making me happy, um, the s- volume 17 and 18 so that I can catch up, hopefully, before the season two shit spoils the ending for me. <laughs> I'm really afraid of that.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm you know, what, what is the angle for... Wait, like, uh, It seems preposterous and inappropriate to me to take a manga that is finished... And just pick and choose what parts to adapt in this manner to skip over huge swaths of the manga. Like the story is already laid out, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's it, there's no way it can be improved by shafting half the story. You know, it uh, it it seems like isn't doesn't sound like isn't there someone in this creative process that looks at this situation and is like this is a really shitty decision. Like there's no like we're we're making a, a inferior product for it. Uh, but so, yeah. You know, what is the angle for this? I mean, the angle must be that the manga is finishing, so they don't want to continue to create a long winded anime adaptation when there's not a manga that is promoting, right? Like that's got to be it.
0: I but, guess so. I think uh, I do. I do believe that they are trying to wrap up the series in this last season, and so they're only going to do two seasons. And if yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah, and if yeah. they don't do two seasons, they'll do two seasons and like a movie. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: that's the only that's the only angle i can see to justify something yeah. like that but i i also feel like you know what's uh, what's even the point of that you know like the they can still promote this manga even if it is already been completed people will go back and, and you know if the anime is good people will go back and read
3: it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so what do you think about it so far jeff are you like are you like confused about the time skips that happen like are you are you like um like confused about pacing or anything like that
2: No, there's no confusion. I think in comparison to the first season, things are moving much faster. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I've been influenced by the news that we were just literally just talking about, but it seems like... uh, It's hard to say this without spoiling anything, but essentially like there's parts of this that feel like it should be an arc, and the arc is lasting an episode or two. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: It just seems like hyperspeed, almost... um, and this happens a lot. this happens a lot. it's not the, this is not the first time that it happens,
0: yeah, I think everyone's call everyone's like, oh, we'll just uh we're not gonna watch Promise Neverland Season two. We'll just wait for Promise Neverland Brotherhood." <laughs> is like what they're comparing it to.
1: do you think something like that to be on the table?
0: uh, I think jokingly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if we if we will it if we joke enough about it but uh, if they're not gonna take the time to animate the most and in, probably integral part of the story uh, now in its first run then I don't un- I don't know why I don't know why they would go back and redo yeah. it you know I hate, especially I hate like
3: it. yeah
1: I hate to say it but I agree because when we think of you know how did we wind up with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is because the original anime you know took the direction in an anime only story because the manga mm-hmm. was still ongoing and had caught up and mm-hmm. yeah they they just kind of trekked um blazed their own path forward
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but, but this we... is
0: done like the manga is exactly
1: done. well exactly so at this point yeah there it won't it won't come across in the same way um yeah like it, it there wouldn't be the same same kind of reasoning because the manga yeah, as you say, the manga's already completed. Mm-hmm. So there's not really a point in trying to, you know, remake um and yeah, not a point in trying to remake a second anime. Um sorry, I'm losing my train of thought.
0: So yeah, I will I will attest to what Jeffrey is saying, that like the entire like bunker arc, that was like that was that was like an entire volume. Um, there's a character that is integral to the story and that helps the kids along the way. Um, that <sighs> it's just a shame that you don't get to meet him um, because he also introduces an entire second cast of characters
3: mm.
0: that you feel for and that you get to know that also help these kids mm-hmm. in the, in the later parts of the manga. And um, I just feel like the, the scenes in like the second or third episode, I forget which one it was. I uh, probably the third um, where like the SWAT team comes down into the bunker. Mm. um, Like that has no like, weight to it it kind of feels like extremely out of place and like kind of like where did this where did this come from like where what why would swat people even be in this world in the first place you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the second season where you're just like okay i get i get that this is happening but i'm also <laughs> like i don't understand why it's happening at right. this moment it doesn't there's have no the right context yeah there's literally yeah. no context to anything
2: you're right. That yeah, that part was because I did. I kind of like. I guess I've sort of forgot that on purpose. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <'Cause> I, would... <laughs> I did.
2: It really didn't. Yeah. Just, there was. So definitely some continuity issues.
0: Yeah. And they also. Um, uh, well, I guess if you are keeping up with Promise Neverland, please keep listening. But if not, you can skip ahead because um, I'm just going to say this one thing. But.
1: Spoiler alert. And
0: um, uh, they reveal norman's return so much quicker and in a completely different context
3: Mm.
0: a completely different context like this boy was not in the alley like murdering other demons like and his entire journey up until the point that you see him is like just like completely cut out and you don't get to see everything that he's gone through because it's not like these kids are just like you know fast forwarding a month ahead they're
3: mm-hmm.
0: they're fast forwarding like a year in the future
3: mm.
0: and uh- if with a for a child's life like or a teenager's life to be fast forwarded a year that there is so much that happens in a year like you know like when you were back in high school and middle school like so much happens in a year to a person mm-hmm. where they grow mentally and like these kids in this world are like finding out new things like at such a rapid pace and like having to like readjust their way of living that like it makes the the anime norman not feel as like he's like norman
2: right right hmm. this makes me not want to just this makes me not want to watch the the anime it just makes me want to go and read the manga
0: yeah no, and honest. I would like I would implore people that if they have not read the manga don't read the manga until the in, the the second season is over because I feel I r- I really wanted to go into the second season when I found out about all of the manga stuff I really wanted to go into the second season like Uh, kind of neutral and, like, not comparing it to the manga because I do really enjoy the first season. Like, the first season was what made me actually, like, go read the manga, and Mm -hmm. which is, like, the first time that I've ever wanted to find out a story before the anime would be Mm -hmm. adapted, or for the manga would be adapted to an anime. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, really invested in the story, (laughs) and so I wanted to go into season two, like, totally neutral and, like, open, but, like, every turn, I'm just like, what?! Are you doing? Why are you doing that? (laughs) Like, but yeah, so if you haven't read the manga, don't read the manga. I feel like if you are an anime only at this point, you will get so much more out of the second season than a person that would read the manga because we are all just being like, what? (laughs) What is happening? Why? Yeah. And I don't want to discourage people from like watching or like getting invested in this franchise because the franchise is so cool. It's like the art is so cool. Like the story is really cool. And like, I really want everyone just to, you know, experience it, but it, the season two is making it hard, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't listened to our previous episode of the review of season one, you should go and do that now. Yes. Cause we really enjoyed it. And it's sad that.
0: Yeah. This is one of my favorite just- franchises at the moment like hands down
1: yeah have you been watching anything else jeffrey um
2: watched i don't know if i talked about the newest lupin movie lupin the third no we haven't talked about it lupin the third. yeah they released a all 3d lupin movie first hmm. one yeah it's it's it came out last year in japan hmm. And it was released not recently, or not too far, not too long ago, uh, in a steel box. So I bought the I bought the steel box. Ooh, edition. Jeffrey
0: is a fan of steel box editions.
2: I've slowly become a fan.
0: Yeah,
2: I kind of want to get all the Ghibli movies in steel box. Ooh. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I watched that uh, with Kara, and she fell asleep. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, like not even twenty minutes in. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the animation because I've uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of Japanese anime that is done well in all three D. Uh, I know there's you know they have a new Ghibli movie that's out and I don't like the way that looks, mm. but I would like to do a review of it at some point. Mm. Um, but this this looks good. It Looks like a high budget three D animated uh, film, and um, my only issue with it was this element of science fiction that they somehow hmm. baked it's into the random. very random yeah it, it just seems a little off for the franchise mm-hmm. but i guess you know try new things see if the fan base likes it and move on i mean there's so many lupon movies uh i want to get back into that stuff as soon as possible hmm. but that's about it um what about you, with iron blooded orphans finally got time to watch new stuff oh
0: yeah yeah <laughs> the yo 50 episodes yeah, is a commitment
1: well you know and this is this is something that i uh, i talked about with morgan the other night and and you know she's real big on movies right and i'm i'm significantly bigger on tv shows i don't really watch that many movies and she would always argue that Uh, TV shows are such a huge commitment. How could you watch, you know, 20, 30, 50, 100 episodes of something? It's like, yeah, but movies, like, you know, that's an hour and a half, two hour, two and a half hour commitment. I don't have two hours out of my day to sit and watch something, but I got 30 minutes a day and I got 30 minutes every day, basically. You know, if you weave this stuff into your daily routine, you know, you can, you can blow right through this stuff without too much difficulty. Just take half an hour out of your day to watch an episode. Every day, and before you know it, you know you've seen twenty episodes of something, and and you're you know getting a good groove in and whatnot. So I see it. I see like yeah, fifty episodes. It's like yeah, okay. It's like fifty days of one episode a day, but also only well, like twenty or thirty minutes a day. You know. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: I like both. So,
1: can I choose yeah. both. No. Yeah, you can only oh. choose one: I... movies or TV. <laughs> one of the one or
2: the other. <laughs> Mm. I have arguments with with uh, my significant other about this. Like, what are we going to watch?
0: Well, what if the episode TV of TV show? is an hour? What then?
2: Exactly. So if we watch mm-hmm. two episodes of a forty-five minute show, we're watching Dark at the moment, which is I highly recommend if you like science fiction.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, it's, it's like we just watched a whole movie. We could have watched a whole movie. Mm. Yeah, and
1: and I so the I. And, as we talk about this, this is a big delineation between anime versus live action TV, right? Because in this world where live action TV continues to become more of an artistic enterprise, and yeah, you know, the episodes are forty-five minutes to an hour long. And yeah, it is a more of a commitment, you know, like and you know, mm-hmm. everyone knows how much I fucking love Grey's Anatomy. I fucking live and breathe for that shit. That shit's like forty-five minutes episodes so it's a meaningful commitment as you say to watch two or three episodes um but i i still like personally i still like television more because i feel like i mean you just get more like for this exact reason that you get more screen time and more have time to breathe and time to develop i feel like movies just give you a little snapshot of a story. While TV like really gives you a, a long sprawling story and a long you know large scale um, setting that you can sink your teeth into, you know you like you couldn't tell the story of One Piece just by movies, you know, like you couldn't tell the story of um, Legends of the Galactic Heroes just by movies because these are stories that just require you know a lot of time and space in order to create the, you know, kind of intricate world building and intricate network of relationships that define what makes those things Mm -hmm. really great.
0: Well, then what say you to Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter?
1: I think, so, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people... Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I
1: think a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people argue... So, I am not one of these people because I have not read the original Lord of the Rings books um although I, I, I intend to read them at some point but i think people that like the books argue that the movies cut too much out of the books and are not mm. you know that are the movies are the best adaptations made yet but they don't encapsulate the full story in a satisfying mm. way um and star wars was a movie to begin with so I, I i think that that stands quite well because it was intended to be a movie and it was created with that format in mind um but okay, but I do, I do understand what you mean that Star Wars is a movie. I was just know, talking
0: about it. like franchises that have like multiple yeah. movies to tell yeah. their story. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think I think just like you're doubles right. Double's
0: advocate over here.
1: Yeah, I think I think you've you've advocated <laughs> at me quite well because Star Wars <laughs> is a great example of something that accomplishes the level of world building through movies that I just said was difficult to do through movies. So mm-hmm. you're right. So my my thought process here is not. Uh, you know, not entirely correct, but I stand by it nonetheless.
0: I say that, but I like I like I like all of it. I like TV, I like movies.
1: Yeah, what about Give the Give me a good movies? story.
0: Give me a good story and I'll watch it. Yeah, I like, them mm.
1: yeah I like them Twilight movies.
0: Yeah, like them Twilight movies. Yes. Oh some... my god, I have a I have a meme for you guys later.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: uh. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I have jeggings for my pelican. Wait, dude, what? Huh? You just said Huh? A... if I ever become a cannibal,
3: I'm gonna eat a fat fellow.
0: I think you're sick. Her said a bad thing to me. I just don't feel you Huh? Name...
3: dude. Oh. Huh? Huh?
1: Uh TikTok.
0: Oh, TikTok.
1: Anything else making us happy?
0: Yeah, what about you, Dan?
1: So, if you are in the Discord, you see me shouting to the void about what it is I'm watching. I need to do better at actually conversing with people and not just shouting into a Discord void. But... You
0: shout a thesis statement. I think people get intimidated by it.
1: Oh. Well, okay. That's fair. I'll try to be more conversational and yeah, less less thesis statement.
0: I'm always like, bitch, me and EB are watching something. Look at us.
1: <laughs> um, so, I finished Land of the Lustrious, which I, yeah... You can read more of my thoughts about this on the Discord, but I thought it was rock it was rock solid. How's that for mm. a nice little pun?
0: So uh would you say that you are <laughs> a fan of Studio Orange?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm a fan. Um, I am currently rewatching Chihaya Faru to watch season three for the mm. first time. Uh the show has aged very well for me since I last saw it um, in my twenties. Huh? It's like fine wine. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I, I have kind of like I get different things out of it now in my thirties than I did when I saw it in my twenties, and I, I kind of relate to it in different ways. And I'm I'm particularly attached to the character the the Meijin character. I forget the guy's name, but the the male uh, Karuta champion, who later in the manga we see a lot more of this guy and his attitudes and mentality towards Karuta and it really resonated with me when i read the manga Um, and it resonates with me more now because it very closely mirrors the way i feel about things in my life and i'm yeah i'm just very like i want more screen time with this guy i'm I'm waiting i'm waiting for them I'm, i'm i have my fingers crossed that season three has all my favorite parts from the manga i have no idea what season three covers um and i don't remember you know, much about the story. I just remember these particular key scenes that I liked so much. And I'm hoping season three brings those to life. I started watching kids on the slope too. Ooh, um, I I, that's you really good. Yeah. I meant to watch a bunch of episodes, but I've been so busy. I, I only watched the first one, but I thought it was killer. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I would excited love for you
0: to watch. You to watch I would love for you to watch the um, episodes that are out of promised Neverland and get back to me. <laughs>
1: So there's three episodes in a recap so in in, th- recap. Yeah. Or in a recap so i could just watch the recap and start up from where we were you know well start start with the, yeah just watch the recap episode then pick up from episode six yeah.
0: maybe you
1: got your homework cut out for you <laughs> yeah i'm
0: yeah, watching this but... new um okay go ahead no go ahead go ahead I've been watching this new romance um, <laughs> that just came out this season called Horimiya. Hori Mia gang, where are you at? Come in the Discord and please talk to me about it because I love this, uh, this series and I want to hmm. talk about it. That's it. That's all I want to say.
1: Shall we that's move it. on to Pat Labor? <laughs> yeah, so Pat, Pat Labor was a Jeffrey pick, so Jeffrey, why did you pick this, and what was your background in Pat Labor? Yeah, so we talked about, you know, picking a show that
2: we, I, well, so in my mind, I'm going, okay, I'm picking, if I'm picking a show, I want to pick something that I love, and that's close to my heart, that endures hmm. the test of time, so to speak, and, uh, you know, we're only, we, we only, we were doing Gundam, so... You know, that was an obvious I could skip that, right? Mm-hmm. Um and Pat Labor is kind of on that list of shows that what's the word? Um I wanna say introduction to anime, but shows that were introduction that weren't popular hmm. as an on TV. If that makes sense. Yeah. So things I, that you could I, only get via VHS or DVD a right blockbuster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's and that's another part of it is the Blockbuster rentals. I um, I think I first watched this OVA or the T V series. I to this day I can't remember which one I watched first. But this is my first experience with subtitles. So this is another important really part. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I got this from Blockbuster and I remember being upset. I remember being like, "Dad, I can't, you know, I can't read subtitles. Dad I can't read. <laughs> I can't read I can't this re-
0: TV show. I can't <laughs> read my cartoons.
2: How can I, how can I read and watch something at the same time? It, like blew my mind. And I remember, we, I think we took it back and we got the dub. So I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a poser, basically.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're outing yourself. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm an anime poser. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I just... <laughs> I remember liking the show. I remember just being uh, disappointed with the subtitle part. Hmm. Anyway, um, I... From there, I bought the manga, which is out on Viz. I don't know if it's still in production, or print.
3: Hmm.
2: And it compilates Manoa's so cute! Look at her! Manga. And her little albums. Yeah.
0: So cute. How cute. So cute. So cute. Mm-hmm.
2: Fifteen bucks.
0: Jeffrey, I feel like you like um, uh, girl characters that have short hair.
2: You would not be wrong. I'm a, oh, You okay. know me too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, Noah is one of my favorite anime characters by mm-hmm. far. Uh, if I had to cosplay again, I think we talked about this. I was
0: going to make you something.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to wear one of the uh, patrol... Outfits. All mm. you really need um, is
0: like a karate sparring uh, like gear, like foam thing.
3: Mm.
0: Just modify it.
3: Mm-hmm. I was thinking okay. about
0: this because I remember that you were showing me these outfits and I was like, hmm, that would be kind of easy to recreate. But then like they had their little gears on in their mm. cockpit. And I was like, oh, Kyle looks like a sparring helmet. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
2: um, I also picked it because it was short, you know, seven episodes for the original VA. Mm-hmm. And it's easily digestible. It's a good entry point. Mm-hmm. I was going to um,
0: ask that because I was like, I know we're watching the OVA. I know there's a movie and I know there's a TV show.
3: Yeah, so, not, all, so, not,
0: so these are all, all the characters that are in the OVA are in all editions of the franchise. You follow the same characters or.
2: Yes, but there's some, di- there's some continuity that changes right. um through all of the iterations.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit like ghost in the shell like that mm. Ye- yes exactly
3: okay
1: um and it is the the franchise is the ova the tv show in one movie is there more than that or is that it um so it,
2: it's so the okay so you have an ova series mm-hmm. um which was released in
1: 88 which is yeah what we just watched
0: mm-hmm. oh this shit is so uh, 80s i love it <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. I, well, oh, I, was, thinking, I was thinking so about that good. because of the opening song. And I was like, we we got oh, this God. is clearly from an era where anime opening songs <laughs> all kind of sounded like this regardless yes. of genre. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: was mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a
1: head yeah, it's a head
2: bop. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah
2: that you know, and you have I think City Pop is what's influenced the eighties and nineties openings. Mm-hmm. Um and I yeah, that's a defining element for sure. Um so I wanted, to, I wanted to mention, okay, so so Pat Labor was created by five, mem- five members um, known as Headgear, right?
0: Oh, that's why they have Headgear, okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a dream team, if you will. Um, Masami Yuki is the manga and writer. Uh, he also worked on Tetsuan Birdie, um, Birdie the Mighty. Um, you have a mech designs by uh, Utaka Izubuchi. He did Gundam 83, War in a Pocket,
3: hmm. or
2: I'm sorry, Double 80, War in a Pocket, and Record of Lotus War. Writer uh, Kazunori Ito, he worked on Emerson Ikoku, and character designs by Akemi Takata. He worked on Kimigori Orange Road. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's Ooh, the another- Ooh,
0: girls, the girls do look like her.
2: Yes. I don't know Mary her Connick. name. What's
0: her name? I don't know. Kimigori Girl. <laughs>
2: The Kimigayo Girls.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and director Mamoru Oshii, uh, we just talked about Goshi in the Shell. Mm, mm-hmm. He is the director of Goshi in the Shell. And he worked on Jinro and a bunch of other movies. Very prolific. I think this is like his big entry point of uh, being a director.
0: And uh, uh, it an was by, uh, Studio Dean did this one.
2: Yeah, Studio Dean. Uh-huh.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> hmm. didn't we uh didn't they also work on golden boy
0: i think so mm.
3: let's
2: we'll fact check that um but this isn't a good example of one of the first uh franchises to use media mix um, which is a strategy to like release things across plat- different platforms like anime novels books video games okay. and of course we have that now it's it's pretty common
0: they um, did but work in the on the eighties okay. it wasn't. Oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Um they did also work on You're Under Arrest, which I extremely think that this series is exactly like
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I love You're Under Arrest. Oh my gosh. And I was just like the whole time I was like, man, this is, feels like a you're under arrest.
2: Yeah. No, it it really is. It's like you're under arrest with robots.
0: Yeah. So I don't think they did Golden Boy. Okay. But
2: same they, um, they
0: did do You're Under Arrest, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I can survive <laughs> over here.
2: Yeah, so this show was hugely popular in Japan. Um, as we maybe not as popular as Gundam hmm. and Dragon Ball. And with its popularity, you know, we have going back to what we're talking about, the amount of movies. Um, 89, we have the first movie and the TV show. Almost all these things come out within a year of each other. The TV mm. show, which is 48 episodes, the OVA, and movie. Um, there's also another OVA uh, series that goes with the TV series.
1: Oh.
2: And it's 16 volumes long. Mm, yeah. uh, word. Yep. Different, a little different continuity.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You have Hat Labor 2 came out in 93. And um, the third movie is... Um, like a science fiction, e, uh, film came out in ninety eight, uh, uh, yeah. and that it's funny enough is is written like one of the episodes in this OVA mm. that we're about to review. Yeah, mm. very similar plot.
0: The sea monster one.
2: Yes, okay. <laughs> thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also in the franchise, you have Mini Pato. It's a um, bunch of shorts with paper animation. Mm and they're in a chibi form um yeah sort of like the gundam always with that sd, SD shit
3: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> they even do that with some of the newer anime
0: oh yeah the new anime that i was talking about horima the ending song has uh has um or i'm sorry i was watching bottom tier character tomozaki and they have like chibi versions but their chibi versions are like a little bit stretched out like they have like at like proportional legs and stuff, which like mm-hmm. I don't mind. But it's when you smoosh them down to like really small. <laughs> that's when I don't mm-hmm. like them. <laughs> but
2: hmm. yeah, you can. So most of these, well, I'm gonna say most. Uh, some of these you can get on High Dive, which is what I watched. The songs you guys watched on High Dive. I
0: watched it on Burb through High Dive. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: and there's also a box set that ha- um, does include everything that's been released in. in America, with the exception of a live action TV show, mm. the drama, a drama. I haven't watched that and it might be on YouTube because everything's on YouTube. Um, But yeah, that's basically a small little history of the show and franchise. Uh, what do you guys think? Did you love, hate?
0: I very Wanna... much enjoyed this series. Yeah,
1: I liked it. I thought it was
2: good.
0: I- I just really love, uh, I know we went from watching Iron-Blooded Orphans that came out in like 2015, that's using like 3D and CG and stuff like that, uh, to going back to an anime that was made in the 80s. And uh, I just really loved seeing all the texture, like when people like still painted the backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see like all of the little dust flecks that get underneath of the glass that they use to film. It's just like, it just, ugh. Yeah, like 3D looks good, but also so does like old, old school animation, cell cell shade animation. Like, oh, my gosh, I just love I love all anime. Let's
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was I was particularly impressed with the action sequences in episodes five and six. And it, it really struck me the the distance between how anime was created then versus now. You know, we think about the action scenes in *Iron Blooded Orphans*, which yeah look good, but they don't have the level of fluidity and the level of kind of liveliness that we saw in those Pat Labor episodes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting.
0: Do you think that's because uh, these were hand drawn? And yes, God. I think yeah,
2: so too. Even, even with the scenes, I there was this, there was uh, in our Berserk episode we did with the attack of Melancholy. Um I think Matt had asked me what I liked about the Berserk series and how like, I think we compared the two the new one and the old one and like what did I like about the style of animation in the 80s and 90s and I mentioned the perspective mo- uh, moving camera shots there was a, quite a few of those in this mm-hmm. series yeah. where you'd have the camera moving through a hallway and you would see like a gun in first person perspective and you would just follow around there's no computer animation there. Mm-hmm. That's all. You know what I mean? That someone had to visualize that and make it look realistic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, there's that level of of craftsmanship and um, artistry, skill,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, artistry.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, these people are like. I don't know if uh, if animators go to school. Like, if they went to school for that specifically, but these people can draw. <laughs> like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: well, a lot of. A lot of animators train under someone who's like a senior animator. Mm. Um, and that's how a lot of these animators learn. They they worked with someone in the industry. They learned everything they know. Like in the Macross series, somebody would learn how to draw the uh, missiles flying through the air and like the, the trails, that the smoke trails they mm-hmm. would leave. And then they would go ahead and use that those skills and do the same thing in the next show. And they're just passing these skills and, um, techniques down, down the line. Mm. So I don't, maybe that doesn't happen as much anymore. Um, I don't know for sure, but I think that was more of a culture and my mm. culture.
3: Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. One, one thing that struck me about this series was kind of the new twist on, on realism. And we, yeah, we touched on that earlier in our discussion. The idea that as we think about the real robots, truly this is as realistic as it comes. What what would our modern life be, you know, if we had big robots? It would not be a story of, you know, massive interplanetary political upheaval and magic Gundams that fly around. It would be like (laughs) people like you and me, and just so happens that, you know the police have giant robots and they you know walk around being policemen i mean in some ways that makes me feel like well you know maybe it would be like world of gundam like can you imagine if our police had giant robots would be fucking slaughtering wholesale slaughtering you know people all across america to to, mm-hmm. to, to degrees greater than they already do you know but
0: yeah I guess in japan mm-hmm.
1: they have they have nice police officers
0: Well, yes, that. And also, (laughs) it's a different time. (laughs) This anime is a different time.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Yeah, well, so when when you say it like that, that begs the question, is this a story that could be told in the current time? I think so. I think so, too. But I am curious by the idea that... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> given the current state of, you know, political climate around the police, that you could not have kind of a lighthearted show about very yeah. fun police officers just having fun with their giant robots. Yeah, but Japan is, you know,
2: kind of isolated and yeah from our uh, from our politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, true enough. You know, true enough. But th- basically, this whole show is set in a modern day Japan, with the exception of these robots. Um, that are for construction they're called labors mm-hmm. and there's the babylon project which is also kind of it's centered i'm gonna say all of the franchise is centered around this but it definitely plays a big role in the films um and it's also explained in the second episode uh long shot
3: mm-hmm.
2: um babylon project is a huge construction project Made to protect rising sea levels, as it's explained, Mm -hmm. and would seal off Tokyo Bay so that land can be reclaimed. Um, But environmentalists say it's reckless and ignores the impact on the sea bays and bays ecosystem. And you got this like beach house, not to be confused with uh, the band Beach House, (laughs) that's an indie uh, uh, dream pop band. Uh, so they you know this beach house group is carrying out extremist um, uh, attacks and terrorism um, so with so with construction taking off uh, labors are made to um, build the the site and of course with terrorism and illegal uh, acts of violence they need someone to combat that so they have a separate division sv2 that will
1: combat that yeah, and SV2 are a, a motley crew.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: we are a couple of random goofballs and, and yeah. one single guy that is obsessed with guns.
0: Yeah, and one Hawaiian yeah. lady.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. we have the uh, extremely uh, adept Hawaiian woman.
0: Mm-hmm. With a weird <laughs> name, they pointed out. <laughs>
2: yeah, o- Ota... Ota, the gunslinger goto is the commander mm-hmm. um he's given all the orders he's probably one of my favorite characters in the show oh
0: yeah
2: Hmm. i like how laid back he is mm-hmm. yeah very brazen oh it
0: gets on my nerves
2: <laughs> really
0: <laughs> yeah
2: the gunslinger yeah
0: he's gotta stop yelling about shooting something oh, he's gotta calm his guy. ass down yeah he's gotta calm his ass down
2: i thought yeah <laughs> i thought you meant goto
0: no He gets his um. He's the one that drowns in that like fake paint water (laughs) in the in the onsen scenes. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't like him.
1: I really like Noah and Asuma and the kind of underwritten romantic tension between them.
0: Yeah, I really like those two characters together. Yeah, I couldn't pick either one. I was just like, mm, I just like them as, as a duo, not even like, it could be like, I know that they hint at like romantic stuff, but it's, they're just like fun to, fun to watch, fun to watch their antics.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You also kind of get that relationship with um, Goto and um, what's the girl's name with the ponytail. Shinobu.
0: Uh,
2: Shinobu, Yeah. yeah. But it, they're romantic. There was no romanticism in that. It's just more like, projected Mm -hmm. goto's projecting Mm -hmm. his feelings she's like nope
0: she's like Mm nah
2: i don't want no child with you
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you didn't call first get out
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah episode seven uh goto asks why don't you go see the baby that's just born uh she's like nah there's not a chance, mm-hmm. not, a, not a chance in hell.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, episode seven. First, I thought it was quite interesting that episode seven was what they ended on rather than episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Especially because I like, totally agree. Episode seven could have been put like beforehand and made sense with the narrative. Yeah. But then they tacked it on at the end. Yeah. yeah. And it actually had a it had a different intro too.
1: it had a yeah soft intro yeah Mm -hmm. i just went right into it Mm um i it's truly like it's a it's a yeah slice of pat label or pat labor
0: pat label uh,
1: pat label um bizarreness that they just had this guy randomly steal uh a truck a tractor (laughs) trailer to get to his wife and and child in the hospital as soon as possible. Especially and because like a when robot to do this. But like know, dude you know, like, like he doesn't even
0: <laughs> say that that's what he needs to do. He's just like I just wanted to. I just wanted to steal a tractor trailer. No reason. And then I, like at the end of the episode he's like revealed. Holding me yeah, I'm Like f- what?
1: That was his reason. Yeah, and I, I couldn't do just like get a cab. You know like <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, it's like, that's uh, a lot of... Uh...
0: There was no tension. They needed to build tension. They needed a high-speed highway chase with a tractor yeah. trailer. Out
1: of, yeah.
2: Out of the seven episodes, this is the weakest, I believe.
1: Really? You thought that was... The, I, I thought... I didn't think it was the weakest. I thought it was pretty entertaining, but I'm, I am... Mm. Yeah, befuddled as to why this dude... Like, I understand that people do dumb shit all the time, so I, I don't even find this unrealistic, yeah. per se. Like, I'm... So there are certainly people that do stuff like this in real life, without a doubt. Mm. Um, but yeah,
2: yeah but like, I think within within the within the context of all the episodes, like the the entirety of
3: mm. the,
2: where it fits in, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Mm. But the but the show is never is not necessarily narratively Con- linear, yes. except for the two episodes, the longest day, yeah, and
1: part one and two, yeah. Well, it's a little yeah in the first episode. Is you know clearly the beginning because say mm. this is when they get the giant robots and they and all these people join unit two, division two. Yes, the TV series does a better job with constructing the
2: world. It's it's a little slower in paced. Mm. See, so you have like a training episode and you know you know you know when they go to the hot spring for mm. for extra training. Yeah, that
3: was
2: my episode. Yeah, so they 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 go there in a TV show as well, and they. Mm like they battle to figure out who is going to be uh in what position, like who's gonna pilot what. Mm. What what which pat labor, like who's gonna drive versus, you know, um other positions that are available.
1: Assignments. Unit 1, forward, Noah Izumi. Yes, sir. Back up, Asuma Shinohara.
2: Unit two, forward, Iseo Ota. Back up, Mikiyasu Shinshi, Power Crew. Hiromi Yamazaki. I had planned to wait for the new labors
1: to get here and then assign them immediately so you could start their patterning, but there's been a delay.
0: Are there more... Um, uh, do they introduce more uh, labors in the TV show? More, like, different Yes.
2: Types? Yeah, they do. Like, more construction labors. Mm. There's even one that has... It's, like, a little bit more... There's a dream sequence, if you guys remember, where there's more like a large Pat labor with a uh, Mm jetpack or, you know, propulsion.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, There's an episode like that, except it's real, but it's not the same size. Mm -hmm.
1: It's just a different take on the Pat labor design.
2: Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah, it is kind of interesting that we, you know, when we think of the genre of giant robots, a lot of this is based around merchandising. But Palant Labor really doesn't lend itself to merchandising in the same way. Like, the the labors are not particularly romanticized, and there's not a wide enough array and differentiation among them to really, like, have a spread of, of a toy line or something. Not in the same way the Gundam, you know, every Gundam show has, like, five or six different Gundams that are introduced. And every Gundam show, they really emphasize that Gundams are the number one coolest thing in the world, is telegraphed to the audience. Pat labor doesn't do that. It's like one individual that's really into to her <laughs> particular Pat Chan, but mm-hmm.
3: um,
1: yeah. It's I think because they're just
0: used more in, as everyday machinery. Yeah, exactly. You know, instead yeah. of magical Gundams.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: But it makes it more realistic. Like yeah, I could see, exactly. I could see the police having these in the future.
1: I sure fucking hope not. <laughs>
0: well, Alphonse is really cute. I love his design.
1: Yeah. Do you think Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist was influenced by Alphonse as Pat Chan?
0: I think so. They're kind of similar. Hmm. Right?
1: Didn't think about that.
0: I thought yeah. about that the entire time I was watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Fuck, I got to name my Carl Alphonse now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently, that's the name you name thing no we Japan.
1: we gotta we got all watch initial d and take our car names from there. Oh. I've never seen initial d I'm just assuming they got cool car names.
0: I've seen uh, like the first season dubbed
1: oh, what would you think
0: oh, uh, you know it's car anime <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like a sports anime that's yeah. cool, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. about 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 cars and about racing, but mm-hmm. like it's more about the people mm-hmm but it's not my vibes, but it's good. I like putting it on in the background, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's the uh, soundtrack to all the Corona memes that I like so much. Yeah. Cue the Eurobeat mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: music. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, what I love about this show, we talked about this is the, just the realistic portrayal of weapons and physics. Like I, I, I could see myself piloting one of these things. Gundam, eh probably not. This is so fucking big. Like the size, if you were to look at the size comparison between a Gundam and a Pat Labor, I mean, I think this this is more realistic in the sense of what could be done. Mm. You know?
0: Yeah, Gundam and, Gundam to me seems like a fantasy, but then like Pat Labor to me seems like Robocop.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for Yeah. Real. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, you, I think about the scene where, um, you know, Noah's trying to park, basically, the Patlabor into its loading dock. And it steps backwards and she stumbles back. It's like part of the test, right? Right? Mm-hmm. right,
1: right, Yeah, in a similar way, I thought it was really funny when they stole, when in episode six, they stole the uh, Gundam, the old, ye old Gundam, or er, ye old Patlabor. From The uh, police academy, and he just kind of like runs out the gate and then belly flops right into the back <laughs> of the truck and they drive away. <laughs> it's like, yeah, realistic, realistic for sure.
0: Also, like in the first episode, when Noah couldn't like pass the bridge because it was at either hey. it was like just at the level where she couldn't like hop over it or crawl mm. and dunk the duck yep. underneath it. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, what.
2: And she grabs the blimp. Yeah. She's like, she calls for the blimp to come over, and she grabs onto it, and she's like, <laughs> hanging
1: upside down, and just like
0: drops Literally, off of it, and it just, just laying like
1: on
2: the ground, back
0: flops right onto the
3: ground. Yeah,
1: it's interesting because I, I, uh, I mean, it's both ultra realistic yet not entirely realistic either, because I question if a blimp could actually pick up a giant robot like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's not giant, so
2: yeah. The giant. slap st- the slapstick in the show. Is what is charming to me is like okay it's realistic but it's also it doesn't take itself too serious it parodies itself mm-hmm. a lot and, you know it it,
0: and in it one doesn't episode take itself it, um, too seriously it parodies uh, robot shows mm. like we're not a robot show we're not a giant robot show what are you talking about <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and, and uh, the commander does make that point he, he's like oh, what do you think you people are piloting Mazinger Mm-hmm. You think you're an autistic yeah. child in a giant robot?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a brat. Yeah. It's like I was
2: like thinking fucking... about
0: that cuz I was like, dang, is Mikazuki autistic? Is that why he's so psychopathic?
1: <laughs> no, man. It's a child of child of trauma.
0: I am like, I don't know, man.
1: Man,
2: so I'm I'm you know, I've had a huge hit of nostalgia watching this um even with, uh, are you guys familiar with Kenji Kawai, the composer? No.
3: Mm-mm.
2: He did, I'm pretty sure he did, he also did Ghost in the Shell soundtrack, um, but he worked on this, and there's a, there's a, in the opening, one of the scenes after the title card, um, there's a, like a sunset, right, and there's a synth line playing over top, I'm just like, got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's this whole thing with uh, vaporwave, but it all plays on this sense of nostalgia, and I think it just kind of captures encapsulates that mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: It definitely is a vibe. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's it's its own vibe.
2: Um, so, what are you guys' favorite episodes? I knew five and six were big for you, Dan.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, on the one hand, five and six were my favorite. And I really, uh, yeah, I liked that this provided some new steps forward for the um, underwritten love relationship of uh, Asuma and, and Noah. But also, five and six felt meaningfully different in terms of vibe and, and atmosphere and attitude compared to the rest mm-hmm. of the show. It's like more, it was the most serious of everything. Mm-hmm. Which is part of why I like it, but part of why I feel like mm, it's harder to argue that this is the best episodes, you know, in an objective sense, because it really capture what you're supposed to be getting out of Pat labor. Not sure.
0: Mm. My favorite uh, is the extra training episode, because mm. uh, I just like seeing the characters like kind of like not be so serious and not be like super focused on, you know, whatever police thing that they have to take care of for that episode. Um, but I do think that episode five and six are the strongest hmm. story-wise.
2: If you both like those a lot, you'll really like. Always, I think you'd like the first and second movie mm. because they're the tone of those, especially the second movie, is a more of a political thriller. I think they took inspiration from these episodes and made it into a full-length future. Oh,
3: okay,
2: mm. um, very very stark difference. Like there's scenes of of Goto um and Nagumo just like driving there which happens in the OVA as well but just driving on the expressway yeah. and there's like really heavy lighting um it kind of feels like a noir a little <laughs> bit um just like do you guys notice the long takes you know they do this yeah. in, in a lot of live action films but i think this is part of this is part of uh, Momoroshi's style mm. It's just like just scenes of people talking and just sitting and there's like birds flying by. Yeah,
0: or like the sky changes the entire time.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely
0: yeah. noticed that.
2: So take that to like, you know, times two, times ten, and that's what you get in the second movie. <laughs> Tom Clancy. <laughs> the character Conica, Clancy. I think I think that was definitely not. Uh, it was obvious. Mm,
3: mm.
2: <laughs> a literal, a literal, a nod. I think for the political, th- political thriller part side of this show. Oh, mm.
0: mm-hmm. what your what's your favorite? What's your favorite episode? Mm. What's your favorite episode? Do you have a favorite, or is it all your favorite?
2: Uh, after we watching it, I do like five and six a lot, but. Hmm. Long shot, the second episode, I think is a little bit of both. You have like the whole bomb refu- um, diffusing mm. part, like a classic trope that's portrayed in movies. I that know, one gave I like me an anxiety. Kind of
0: I was like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he did really just needed to choose one.
0: Because I really would have been him in that situation. I'm like, this wire. And then at the last 2nd be like, nope, the other one. And like totally blown myself up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the comedy is like hits, I think, in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the reaction when Kanaka is introduced to the uh, unit and she speaks English for the first time. Oh, my God.
0: So funny.
2: (laughs) They're all, you know, God struck. Yeah. Yeah. they're like,
0: whoa! You speak English. Wow! Oh my god! You speak Japanese. Cool! <laughs> Do you have a sister?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like scenes like that mm, make me feel good. Those are, you know, it's sort of a certain certain vibe. I
0: feel like those are lost now. I don't feel like you get those too much in new anime.
2: Yeah, it maybe it's not, or it's not done as well. Yeah, if it if it's an attempt, it's
0: done specifically, but like not in the way that older shows like that are done. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the next episode was for the 450 million year old trap. <laughs>
0: I didn't like that. that was
2: interesting. That was different. Yeah. That was
0: not my not my vibes.
1: Yeah, it was all right.
2: I but don't
0: know.
1: It was too much of a step towards the fantastic what mm. i was looking for
0: yeah especially because like a lot of this is pretty grounded yeah you know and to to <laughs> i mean the scientist guy in the sequence where they were doing like the glowing fish the glowing like uh sea life that was pretty cool um i know that probably took a lot to animate um but yeah i don't know i don't think i'm a fan of like sea monster stuff
3: hmm. mm-hmm.
2: you won't like the third movie then mm.
3: <laughs>
0: mm. yeah that's
2: i they they i think they definitely wrote that based on this episode as well mm-hmm. like i was saying before um but it's done a little bit more i not i wouldn't say believable the monster is more believable
3: mm.
2: it's not a giant looking you know, a version of uh uh yamazaki
1: <laughs> yeah i did I, you know at the end of that episode i did think that was kind of interesting that yeah the sea monster's Suspiciously looked a lot like Yamazaki, and they just like resolved the situation by looking deep into each other's eyes and being like, "Yeah, raising their eyebrows, like ooh, ooh, what's
3: up?' <laughs> Have yeah, a makes...
1: connection." <laughs> Do you think that was
2: all meant to be slap, like all, an all parody? Do you think it's all yes. just just move on? Like, okay, it's done. Yeah. There's no the resolve is. Yeah, I thought it was meant, meant to right. be funny. Just makes me think that I think it was funny as a as a teenager.
1: <laughs> did I find these things funny, or were you trying to resolve difficulties in your life by just looking deep into somebody's eyes and <laughs> hoping for some soul to soul connection? yeah, I do remember watching the show
2: before conventions I would like I would like just watch the entire binge the entire o v a series hmm. before going to Oticon the next day. That's sort of my uh your ritual yeah exactly.
0: That's cute. Hmm. I don't have an Oticon ritual. Mine is a uh, cosplay cram.
3: <laughs>
0: fix all my shit that I didn't fix that I should have fixed six months ago.
1: yeah, I guess mine is go grab some cash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: cash for the hotel for the ubers
0: food Uh, and then all of the literal posters that dan buys Uh, yeah lots of posters Mm -hmm.
2: oticon is taking donations by the way if you are a oticon attendee
0: yes keep oticon alive i want to go back when we are safely allowed to go back the mm. thought of Otakon not being there, like I don't know what I would live for then.
1: For Katsukon.
0: Oh, but Katsukon is not Otakon.
1: It's true. It's not the same.
0: Mm. Not Katsukon the same. was a would be this weekend, guys.
1: Oh really? Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn man. Shit.
0: That was fun.
1: Yeah, we had a good time.
0: Yes, I made Dan dance.
1: Yeah, Hannah taught me some dancing moves.
0: <gasps> Ooh, I'm making you dance the next time yeah. we're out in public. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now lean back. Lean now back. lean back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Otacon's a non and they cannot run unless they get their pre-orders. Unless
0: they happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they pay for everything Mm -hmm. for the next
3: year. Uh,
0: I think, unfortunately, too, the thing about conventions is that they are locked into contracts with these convention halls, which is a shame because if the event doesn't happen, they still have to pay for it.
1: Got to pay something for it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Mm
2: -hmm. So you guys um, are
1: going to go on the the webs, interwebs, and watch more Palli Yes, it is It is actually my intention to make my way through the whole franchise since we started it.
0: Yes. Uh, now that you said the movies are similar to some of the ones that I liked, then I will definitely watch the movies. I did want to check out the TV show, but I think that's a commitment that we all know I'm not going to commit to. <laughs> yeah,
2: what if I guys made, you, made you guys watch the 48 episode uh, TV series? Well,
0: this episode <laughs> would have been pushed back a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah I think so. <laughs>
0: No, I would have enjoyed it. I really, I really like the robots. I think they're really mm-hmm. cute. I love their big feet.
1: <laughs> all them the little feet. All them little pat chants. Yeah, they're so around.
0: cute. I like the headgear too. The, not like the headgear that they wear, but like the headgear of like the the pat labor. Yeah, like a, has like that big thing in the wing in the back. Yeah, oh, little it's really ears. Cool little pointy ears. Yeah, super cool design.
2: Yeah, the TV show. Is definitely fits a Saturday morning cartoon vibe.
0: You know what? It's Saturday mm-hmm. morning, and I did watch this cartoon this morning.
2: Same, <laughs> same. Yeah, it felt good. Mm-hmm. It was, it's was perfect show for mm-hmm. it. Um, um especially quarter-
0: because um, the uh, longest day, the first one, it's literally snowing in the episode, true. and it's snowing outside, and I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. This is vibes here. <laughs> like, what is happening?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I was gonna make a point about what makes it different but um i think lightheartedness eh. yeah yeah the tv show is lighthearted oh i watched <laughs> so this morning i i and accidentally started watching the tv series mm-hmm. which i own as well um yeah so during quarantine i bought the tv series because i had never finished it and i could have watched on verb but you know it's me i bought the damn
3: thing
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you bought the um, damn thing I bought the damn thing. So I'd watch it <laughs> <laughs> during the quarantine. <laughs> I would watch it late at night, I'd watch like two, three episodes. And yeah, just sort of something about watching these kinds of shows, you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like Star Trek or, mm-hmm. you know, sci fi stuff mm-hmm. makes me feel a certain way. Um, yeah, but we'd I be watching uh,
0: Deep it. Space Nine at 1 and 2 a.m.
2: <laughs> but with that said, we will come back to this show. We will revisit some of this from some of the movies.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Give it a review or something. Mm-hmm. I would like to, anyway. Sure, I'll do yeah. that.
0: But not before we settle down on my pick for next next episode.
1: No game, no life.
0: Hell yeah! Which
1: is in. So we got two weeks to watch
0: this. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve episodes. They'll go yeah, by quick. Easy. Yeah. Just saying, and if you finish them and want to watch the movie, I would love that. Right, okay. Different universe, but same story. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. I'll make that bold claim.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm excited to dive into it. Melee's making a face.
0: I don't know. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of fan service a lot of weird stuff yeah but.
1: well you know I, I started to wonder so this is this was on my list of things to watch but i couldn't remember anything about it but at a certain point i started <laughs> to wonder maybe i wrote it down because it's supposed to be really really bad and, and there was a time where i thought i should watch some really bad anime so i better appreciate the here's, really good ones that's why watch i watched for- britain hilder in the darkness i um, didn't even put that mm-hmm. on my anime list because it was just so bad <laughs>
0: Like I don't even want people to know I watched this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Secret confession, judge you damn. Yeah, secret confession. I actually watched Brynhildr in the darkness.
0: (laughs) I have literally so much No Game merch, like just like around my house, like (laughs) Shiro figure. Um, My mouse pad is Shiro. (laughs) Like, got a poster back there. Is peeking out. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I really want the fat figures that are... Um so much money but so fucking cool mm. um yeah i'm excited to re-watch this i'm excited to see if i like it still after i think i watched, i didn't watch it when it was airing but i watched it in the year that it came out and it um i think i was like just getting back into watching a lot of anime mm. and watching newer anime specifically i like started my seasonal journey i was like you know what i want to watch the newest anime that's coming out and no game no life was part uh, had come out like shortly um, shortly before this point and it is just so much different than anime that I was used to mm-hmm. watching that I just fell in love with it so but uh, I'll talk about that in the next episode save it all for the next
3: episode mm-hmm.
1: right. Any closing thoughts I'm looking forward to diving into the rest of the Pat Labor franchise after I've had mm-hmm. this little taste of it really uh it was very entertaining and fun good
0: picture i was vibing i say
2: (laughs) 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 all right you want to take us close this out amelia
0: all right guys uh as always thank you for listening thank you for making it this far um hit us up in our discord uh you can chat with uh, us or read dan's thesis statements on all of his shows that he watches <laughs> you can see pictures of my me and my cat watching anime together okay. <laughs> And you can catch our uh, Attack on Titan episodes. We release those every Wednesday following the new episode of Attack on Titan. We are hyped for this season. Uh, I'm so excited to watch the new episode tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, Uh, you can also hit us up on our website at otakuhostclub.com. We have an Instagram at otakuhostclub. You know, just hit us up. uh, Chat anime, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we love it.
2: Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Pat Labor OVA, the OG Pat the Labor OG, show. OG baby, go check it out.
0: Thanks for uh, hanging out with us during Mecha Month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unintentionally,
2: <laughs> so glad
0: Mecha Month. that we're watching. No, game yeah, no one. <laughs> you survived. You
1: survived Mecha Month, Amelia.
0: I did. Aren't you guys proud?
1: Yes, you did a good job. <laughs>
0: i do we did have to delay the iron Blooded orphans episode a little bit but you know i got through it
1: yeah and to be fair you know 50 episodes is a lot to get through yeah
0: yeah <laughs> bumped up my uh many days of anime on my anime list so hell yes oh yeah <laughs> i'm catching up to you dan yeah i think i'm the baby at this point like i think i have watched the least amount of all of you oh really yes it's very frustrating it took me off my ego pedestal that i was on i find that hard to
1: believe to be honest well you're gonna if work continues like this for me you'll catch up to me soon enough
0: (laughs) yeah i got a bunch of seasonals i'm watching so um maybe maybe in in six months i will have surpassed you
1: oh yeah and you know i i I don't necessarily want to dig into this but uh, Mr. Super Eye Patch Wolf released a great video about the current state of "quote unquote" the current state of Shonen Jump 2021, and they talk Ooh. talk a lot about Demon Slayer. Uh, I thought that was oh, nice. what he uh, his analysis was extremely interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Send the link to that for us, and yes, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it in the yes. Discord.
0: Yes. Okay. All right, guys, we out. <laughs>
1: bye Bye, oops
0: got it thank you guys so much for listening and being here we super appreciate every single one of you that listens to our podcast every week join our discord to continue the conversation and get notified when we upload new episodes or if you just want to hang out and chat about anime the invite link should be in the description of whatever platform you're listening to this on as well as in our link tree of our Instagram at Otaku Host Club or on our website www.otakuhostclub.com. We also have a voicemail box set up in case you want to call in, leave us a message, ask a question, talk about anime, let us know how your day is going, and we'll play it on the next episode. The number for that is 240 324 8295. And if you like our content, it would be super awesome if you went over to Apple Podcasts and left us a review. It's super helpful for us to get the word out. And if you do, we'll read it on air. And with
3: that, we'll see you in the next episode.